0: He was a millionaire with political savviness and a deep knowledge of urban development. He had access to millions, if not billions of dollars of capital to invest. He was charming, kind-hearted, and ethically grounded. And most importantly, he had the solution for all of Baltimore's woes, a city he loved with all the passion of a native. Kahan Dillon would have approved of this profile But it wasn't even close to being the truth. See, Kahan was polished in the language of half-truths and exaggeration. He led people to believe that he was more qualified and accomplished than he could ever prove. He was the self-proclaimed millionaire who didn't reveal any of his assets. And his passion for Baltimore was unquenchable, even though he never lived nor invested in the city. Yet his conviction and insistence paid dividends. He convinced people that his wealth and development skills were so great that he could help facilitate $10 billion of investment in the city. It would be easy to chalk this up as another dreamer adhering to the fake-it-till-you-make-it style of business. Yet Kahan's embellishments and exaggerations had ramifications that affected many people.
1: My goal is basically to grow up the West side, the Freddie Gray side. I'm gonna mm-hmm. put, I'm gonna say that. Because that's that's my heart, that's my passion. So um, so what I'm trying to tell Mr. Dylan to do is get out there and meet the people. Because he showed this video where he was walking in the area with vacant houses, and I'm like, wow, this man is awesome. You know, a rich man, and he walking through the, the hoods and stuff like that. And I thought it was amazing.
0: That is Stephen Copeland referring to a promotional video Kahan had produced that highlighted the TBR plan. In the video, Kahan is walking through West Baltimore, making promises to revitalize the blighted neighborhood. I grew
1: up in the city, in the city, the west side. So since I grew up in that area and coming up on 26 Years Clean, and and I always went to help other people. I sponsored men and women all that. I did, excuse me, I did foster care for over 10 years. I did mentoring for over 10 years. I went into the prison to encourage the men to come home and get involved in their kids' lives. And even if somebody asks me today, like come and speak to a group of guys or whatever, I'll go and I'll talk with them and I'll encourage them. I'll share a little bit about how my life used to be and what I did to turn those things around and to stay on this path today. But personally, That's what I do to try to help others um, move forward in life.
0: Although Steve works a full-time job as a truck driver, much of his time is spent working with grassroots organizations in the city. He is an unpaid member leader and was recently voted to the board of Communities United, an organization that helps empower low-income Marylanders.
1: When, When I met him, He was very gentle, you know, felt like felt like family. You know, he was really cool. He he just made you feel like he'd been knowing you for the longest time. And and it it felt good. It it just felt good, like he felt alright, you know, like he's legit. And that's something that I kept looking at. That his heart, and that's what my mind telling me, his heart was in the right place. His heart was in the right place, his love for Baltimore City.
0: Steve bought into Kahan's promises. For several months, he was part of an ambassador team that Kahan had created. In Steve's words, his role as an ambassador was to be a mouthpiece for Kahan and the Baltimore Renaissance. And for several months, Steve was quite the mouthpiece. He spoke glowingly to people about Kahan and his aspirations. He also posted frequently on Facebook at Kahan's insistence. I I mean, he's good. Because sometimes you can feel people
1: out, and I'm like, this sucker was good.
2: When you say he's
1: good, what do you mean good? I'm talking about with the lying and the manipulating. Um, The way he set things up, you know, um, it's a story. It's a story. It's it's like it's written by the book, you know, and I'm like,
0: he's good. He's good. Kahan led him to believe that he had hundreds of millions of dollars to invest in the city. He also convinced Steve, a man with ties to many grassroots organizations, that he was going to provide financial resources to their causes. He promised to donate to a group that was raising money to buy book bags for inner city students. He agreed to help open a youth center. He even committed to help a nonprofit that builds homes for the homeless. The guy with the program called
1: uh, No One Person Go Hungry, he called me one day. and He said, man, what's up with your boy? You know, cause him and his girl met with them three times. They, they have a homeless program and they got three houses. So Dylan told them they're going. he gonna take them to Home Depot and buy them everything they want for their house. For those houses, the homeless houses. He never got in contact with But
2: well, they never received any money.
1: They never received nothing from Dylan. So it's like he's taking these grassroots organizations and he's telling them, the ones that have these programs, that he's going to do so much for them. You know, because he's this billionaire. He's this millionaire. And um, he's from the people I know personally that I deal with, he haven't done nothing for them. I forgot the city was called Charm City. The city that once reads, you know, when you look at all the stuff we've been through throughout the years. And I'm looking at this great white knight in shining armor coming in Baltimore City and helping Baltimore City get turned around. I'm hurt. I'm hurt because I'm like, you little motherfucker. You know, this sucker played me. He played me. And I'm like, you 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 just don't know. You just don't know. But I understand as a man how your ego and your pride can get you, you know. And 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 I'm like, I believe in this little sucker. You know, I was calling him my little brother. You my little brother, you know, love you, man. You my little brother. I grew up in the city, man. I grew up in the city. That's why I try to help a lot of our kids turn their life around, cause I can understand their pain. And when you trust people, man, it's like wow, when you trust people and you find out people just fucking playing you.
3: You get that sense because every time he goes to talk you wait for the substance to come and it never comes Again this
0: is community activist Tommy
3: B You wait for um, anything other than these 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 long like soapbox type like you know diatribes and nothing else comes you know and it's just like why are people following this guy? Well, what do people see this guy? Is he, is he harping on hope? Is he, you know what I mean? And, like, and then on the other side of that, where's the money? Is there actually any real money behind him? Or is he, you know, is he like, like, like a, like a Sasha Baron Cohen character? Like he's gonna just come out of his costume
0: like got y'all. You know what I mean? Baltimore can be a bit of an insular town. Admittedly, the fear of the outsider is a philosophy that can be prevalent for many of its citizens and public officials. But to Tommy B., Kahan's appearance in the city and the reaction he has to him goes beyond that simple notion. It's a very fragile time, you know, in in
3: recent years. And and, and I feel like he's like a... um, a vampire or a shark that smells blood, you know? He's coming in he's like, oh, they're wounded. Now it's time to go in. You know, I can easily slide in there. I mean, ever since Freddie Gray, like the city has been like, well, what are we gonna do to save the city? What's gonna happen? Every little program is getting pressed. Every little anything is getting done. People are looking for the feel good stories. They're looking for the tragedy stories. Baltimore is hot right now. And we, you look, you turn on national media, Baltimore is on the national media every time you turn around, it's just like, it's just like people are drawn to it right now. And it's just like, oh, here's somebody that came through like like he's Superman, you know. It's just like it, it, and says, "I'm going to save the day." Of course, they're going to like, okay, let's see what this guy's about. And It's just like it's it's kind of a commentary on where the city is, to be honest with you. You know, we have media not doing follow up and legitimizing this person. People in power are so desperate to look good and to make some change that they're having meetings with meetings with him. You have, you know, um, these. Nonprofits that are that are like reaching out to them because it promises money, you know what I mean? It's 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 kind of sad in a way because it shows that the city is so desperately in need of a change that someone can come along and wait and say that they have all this money and make all these promises and people gravitate towards that.
0: We jump forward in time to the summer of 2018. Nathaniel Oakes has been sentenced to three and a half years on corruption charges, and all chatter and rumors about informants and FBI investigations in the city have largely gone silent. Yet Kahan Dillon, the enigmatic character from Northern Virginia, and the man many suspected was involved in the FBI investigation, was still lingering around the city.
2: It had been over two years since Kahan initially formed his relationship with the city council president. 16 months since he started to self-proclaim stakeholder outreach for his TBR development plan, and a little less than a year since I last spoke with him. Yet there was no partnership with the city, and there didn't seem to be any actionable plan to develop any properties. I mean, if he could really raise a billion dollars, like he said at the city council hearing, and he legitimately sold a company for eight to nine figures, like he told me and many others... He would have just bought properties himself and not waited for a city partnership to start developing on his own. Although Kahan was still boasting on his Facebook page that his TBR
0: plan was going to be the economic salvation Baltimore so desperately needed, he wasn't garnering any press coverage. And outside of a few of Kahan's supporters, there wasn't much discussion. This time last year, Kahan was the talk of the town. But now, in the summer of 2018, his credibility and influence were waning. People in Baltimore's political and business world weren't paying him much attention anymore, which is why he shifted his focus and was targeting the people in the streets, the community activists, the grassroots organizations, and nonprofits with limited resources.
2: For the past year, Kahan attacked the mayor on social media, and he continued to demand that she resign. And this politicized and rather aggressive approach started to turn a lot of people off. I had several conversations with people off the record. One former team member who spoke on his behalf at the city council hearing said that Kahan was divisive and suggested that he was negatively affecting his personal and professional brand. Another said he was becoming too political and that his attacks on the mayor were disconcerting. One even claimed that people had dropped off the board of his nonprofit because of his affiliation with Kahan, suggesting that his attacks on the mayor were the reason.
0: Whereas a year earlier, people in the city, many of whom were quite the mover and shaker, had bought into Kahan's promises and vision. Now, these very same people did not want to be associated with him. Most were vehement about not being featured in the story. To these people, publicly admitting that they had been a supporter of Kahan and his TBR plan was an admission of gullibility. They had been duped, and it was a memory they soon wanted to forget. A fact that they did not want open to the public. In September of 2018, Kahan officially incorporated the Baltimore Renaissance as a Maryland 501C3, which means the organization was created exclusively for charitable and educational purposes. Kahan Dillon was listed as the president, and Terrell Calloway, his former driver and head of security, was listed as the vice president.
2: He always told me that he was going to register TBR as a nonprofit, but it wasn't until now that he actually followed through with it. Yet, what he planned to do with a nonprofit organization was lost on me. I reached out to Kahan via email and phone asking for a follow up interview, but he hasn't returned any of my messages. But if his social media posts are any indication, he plans to use the incorporated TBR as a vehicle to create, as he describes, the largest and most historic grassroots effort the city has ever seen. Even though Kahan's
0: reputation and character were now being called into question by many, he did not seem ready to halt his efforts.
2: I'm not sure if all of this is maglomania, narcissism, or just general thoughts of grandeur, but this man was, and quite frankly still is, going to try whatever he can to make a name for himself in this city. Theories
0: abound about who Kahan Dillon is and what he had planned and continues to plan for Baltimore. Is he an FBI informant hunting corrupt politicians? A real estate developer looking to take the next step in his career? A hopeful civic leader and aspiring politician? Or a con man looking to pull the wool over the eyes of a city desperate for change? But maybe, just maybe, he could be all of these things. Although it's hard to know for sure, one thing is certain. Many people have invested their time, resources, and energy into believing and wanting to believe in the promises Kahan was and still is making. Sadly, a few people still are. But what does Kahan Dillon really hope to do? And what might his next steps for the city of Baltimore be? Has he burned his bridges? Or does he have the staying power and resilience to remain committed to his efforts in Baltimore, whatever they may be? In time, we may come to a better understanding of the answers to all of those questions. But then again, with time,
2: Maybe we will be presented with even more. Want to stay informed about future seasons of Town of the Big House? Visit us at dickybrewce.com. That's D I C K I E B R U C E.com.